into 2819. Uh, this is an outreach of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Keller, Texas. I hope you're doing great. My name is Gabe Gutierrez, and I am joined by Chris. What's up, man? West. <laughs> Chris, what's up? what's up, man? I'm good. How are you doing? Man, I am so, so good. It's fancy to see you here. It's a little bit surreal, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Which we'll get into. Yeah, totally. And we're <laughs> going to get into it right now. So if you're listening to this, you're probably wondering, 2819, what is that? And why am I listening to people who don't work here? Um, <laughs> those are valid questions. Very valid. So uh, Chris and I both worked at one point in time here at this parish as youth ministers. And uh, we have since moved on and are out in the world doing different things. But with, of course, the COVID-19 pandemic and things getting shut down, especially the shelter in place or the y'all stay at home mandate from the <laughs> city of Fort Worth, uh, the parish is just one, it cares about you and it, it wants to reach out and, and let you know how treasured you are and how loved you are. Mm. And um, yeah, just just to give you any possible kind of encouragement, which is why they've done so many different things for outreach. Chris, I don't know. Have right. you seen the Facebook page and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, and and it's not just the masses, but one of the things that uh, that is super prevalent is are the different masses and stuff. That, like every Sunday, every mass is recorded, right? And uh, so it's really cool, um, very very awesome. And uh, Father Flynn has has posted up some stuff, and uh, I think Dave Lapointe and Tim Brennan have uh, posted up stuff too. So the Facebook is. Is popping, kicking. Yeah, there's and, a lot of uh, stuff out there. Yeah, it's good. So, so and, I mean, yeah, for any of that stuff, I would just say definitely check out the church website. Right. So that's going to be cccc.org, and you can put cccc.org/slash mass updates, mm-hmm. all one word mass updates, and that's going to take you to the page where it's got like what's going on, the latest. <laughs> Which, let's be honest, like. The past like three weeks, it seems like you could hit refresh on that week. like yeah. every day almost. <laughs> yeah. And there's something new. It's amazing. It's kind of crazy. And that website is going to also point you to the parish YouTube page, which you could find on your own also just by going to YouTube and searching for Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton Keller. Right. And you're going to see all the different videos we talked about, the different masses, yeah. uh, of course, different different homilies, different reflections. Uh, Father Flynn had one. Uh, a few days ago called How to Sunday. Right, How to Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. yeah, that was good. And then, of course, like you said, Dr. Tim Brennan's got a few different things up there. So definitely yeah. check all that stuff out. Uh, and then the Facebook page, the way to find yeah. that, if you haven't already, is facebook.com slash Keller. Again, Seas Keller is all one word. Uh, in you know, if you just search St. Elizabeth and Seton Keller in yeah. Facebook, I bet you find it that way too. Yeah, and and the last thing uh, on the the youth ministry side, Ricky Shoup has uh, a daily Divine Mercy Chaplet, right? So, um, so that's been really cool. That's that's been popping too uh, on Instagram, especially he he posts that out, but um, it's also on on YouTube. It is, yeah. And so the the youth ministry actually has its own YouTube channel, right? And the way, how do you find that, Chris? What do you need to search for? Uh, Seton Youth Ministry. And um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. The Seton Youth Ministry or even Seas High School Youth Ministry, right, should get you there. Yes, Seas High School Youth Ministry, and then of course on Instagram, like you talked about, the handle for Instagram is at Seton Youth. Exactly. Yeah, at yeah. Seton Youth. Uh huh. Yeah. So yeah, there's all kinds of stuff out there, which again begs the question: 
Why, what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Why us? <laughs> yeah, and I, I think what makes us unique <laughs> is that we don't work here. <laughs> We're just regular people. We're just regular average Joe That's Schmoes. right. We're yeah. not a seminarian or a priest or an employee of the parish. Uh, we are just like regular lay people, lay mm-hmm. guys uh, that are married and work and uh, I've got kids and, you know, we're all trying to figure out this new reality that we're in. Yeah. And I think we can offer a unique perspective from that point of view. Yeah. And maybe that's why they asked us. <laughs> I think. Maybe we're still asking that question. And maybe we won't know like, the, the totality of the answer to that maybe, question. Maybe not until the end of time, right? But we are super stoked, super happy to to be a part of the, um, maybe not like the solution, but um, just a little bit of a, a like tidbits or any, any kind of um, thing to help parishioners relate, you know, to the parish. And, um, like you were saying in the, uh, in the beginning, right. Um, 2819 goes to, uh, that, uh, <laughs> the, the reason why we're here and the reason why, why we were thinking about, um, really going out, uh, and not just having the mass. Um, but what do we do as lay people after the mass? Right. And so, um, yeah, where, where does this 2819 come from? Yeah. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Let me tell you, we spent a long time trying to come up with what to call this thing. Right. And we finally did settle on this. And this comes from the Gospel of Matthew, the very, very end. It's the Great Commissioning. Right. Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, uh, where Jesus says, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, right. baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, that, that's the mission for every Catholic. Right. Is to go and to share the good news of Christ. Yeah. And we hear that. We hear that. Hear that at Mass. That's especially, right. Especially, right? So at Mass, the, uh, the a priest or the, the deacon especially says, uh, go and announce the good news or go and, you know, like uh, one of the variations uh-huh. that, <laughs> that the deacon says. And we say, thanks be to God, right? So go, the Mass is ended. And we say, thanks be to God. And uh, yeah, so we have, we're a missionary church. We're not only called... Um, to uh, to just be in the church, to be within the walls of the church. We're not called to only be there, right? Like the, to be Catholic, to have a Catholic life means to go out and to, uh, yeah, bring others to Christ, bring others to uh, to the church. So, um, yeah, this, this 2819, whenever we um, were, were coming up with that, yeah, like I, I really liked that, uh, that, that kind of missionary spirit of... Um, of what St. Elizabeth is trying to do with, with us in particular, us humble servants. Uh, but also, yeah, that, that message of, of going out and uh, sharing the gospel. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, amen. And, and again, uh, each time we do this, that's kind of what we're going to focus on is how can a couple of people who don't work at a church, right, right. Uh, who who work out in the world and and are adjusting to things just like you are. Uh, you know, right now my work is still essential, but I mean, <laughs> reality could change any time. Yeah, Chris is you're a teacher. Yes, and oh my gosh, I can only imagine what life looks like right now for you. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. Like I don't think anybody could have foreseen 
all of the changes that have happened, right? And everything that, that, that has happened. And for teachers, right? Like, um, so what I'm doing is I'm uh, recording um, and uh, editing it throughout the week and everything. So it, it's just completely different. And I think all of us are kind of in that same boat, you know? Yeah, it's this whole new reality. I'm completely new. I, I work with some older engineers. <laughs> and so like we're discovering teleconferencing, you know? Right. Like yeah. how does that work? And so yeah. I had to do some tutoring on on different Skype and me- meetings and, you know, uh-huh. te- Teams, Microsoft Teams and the, stuff the like Google. that. The Google. Do they call it that still or not really? No. Okay. <laughs> but I wish they did. <laughs> so yeah, I mean like it it's a new reality for all of us. Uh, and, and totally that's, we'll be digging, digging into what that looks like and how we can, um, live our faith and, mm-hmm. and live this missionary spirit and, and, uh, what that means for us, even in this reality. I, so to be Catholic means universal. It means it demands that our faith lives outside of the walls. You were touching on like, it's got, it's gotta be outside of the walls. If we, if right. our faith were confined to just the church and the church building itself, like that's the opposite of what we've been called to do. Right. We are a missionary church. Absolutely. And and yeah. especially in times like this, even though uh, we have quarantining and isolation and social distancing, we are not off the hook. Yeah. We still have to glorify God in the way that mm-hmm. we live our lives and the things that we say and the way that we treat each other. Amen. Uh, we have to spread the gospel. And so uh, we're going to be talking a little bit uh, about um, how we can do that uh, with you know the calendar of everything that's coming up and, and even just the ramifications of some stuff that's happened uh, with Pope Francis, with the big blessing, big blessing, yeah. I think that's how yeah, you say yeah. it. Something like that. Uh, yeah. The big blessing <laughs> that he did this past, this past Friday. <laughs> So, Chris, the first thing we want to touch on is uh, this latest letter from the bishop. And 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 if you didn't know, uh, our bishop, oh my gosh, he cares so much about his flock, about each of us. Uh, know that you are prayed for, that you, that you are loved on, uh, spiritually speaking, of course, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. every every day uh, by our by our by our bishop. Yes. Um, and I would encourage you, if you haven't had a chance to yet, to visit the diocesan website. FWDIOC.org. Uh, that's right. FWDIOC.org. And right on the homepage, there's a link to all the coronavirus, COVID-19 stuff, the updates, and all the different letters that he's had. Chris, yeah. before we dig into this most recent one, mm-hmm. what has struck you about the bishop, his response, what yeah. we're doing in our diocese, just different stuff like that? So uh, the first thing that, you know, uh, that, that I think about is, uh, again, like you were saying, the, the care and the love that he has for his, um, his flock, right? And um, I think one of the, the, the main things that has, have come out in his letters is that uh, he has been warning us uh, to take care of not just our bodies, but also our souls, and that him as bishop, as shepherd, is shepherd of persons, right? Which are body and souls, right? So with this virus, right? Not to succumb to fear uh, in our bodies, right? And uh, not not to succumb to, to fear or anxiety, uh, but to be spiritual warriors, right? At this time. And so I think that's one of the main reasons that uh, he had us... Um, he, he, he allowed us to go to communion, you know, for as long as he did. And, uh, I was extremely grateful for that. And then, uh, 
the other thing is that um, I'm glad I'm not a bishop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh like, my gosh! I mean, I'm serious. Like, uh, what a task to like have to every day, right? Um, be the the shepherd of millions of people is insane. Yeah, it's crazy to 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 think about. So yeah, what about what about you? Yeah, so uh, definitely um, just his devotion to ensuring that we are able to encounter Christ in the mass yeah. physically, like being physically present. Um, my wife, I'm I'm doing uh, Exodus ninety right now. I'm right in the midst of it, and Bragger. so this this coronavirus <laughs> thing really kind of snuck up on me. Let me tell you. <laughs> but, so do you know what's happening? I was like no screen time. COVID nineteen. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, my my wife, however, is not doing Exodus ninety, and uh, she's been able to keep me informed of just you know important stuff like this that's been going on. Uh, but one of the things that she was showing me is uh, one of the you know people she follows on Twitter, I guess, was doing a tracker of of the nation mm. of the different dioceses yep. and yep. Uh, who was still offering mass and who wasn't. And as a diocese was having to close mass yeah. to the public, right. uh, that diocese would get blacked, blacked out. out. Yeah. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. And so slowly, and then all of a sudden, quickly, the whole U.S. starts whole to get US. blacked out, blacked yeah. out, blacked out. But and then, we were one of the last ones. Well, I was going to say, finally, at the end, we were the last yeah, one. Yeah, we were the last uh, one. There was this one little spot of white in the middle of Texas, North Texas, where the Diocese of Fort Worth is, that we were the last ones in our entire country that yeah. were able to go to mass that that weekend that we went um, physically present inside of the church, right? Um, yeah, there, nowhere else could do it at that point in time. It was amazing, uh, so I'm very thankful yes. for him yeah, and for the importance that he placed on that. Not to say right. that other bishops didn't, but you can no. tell that he wanted to do everything he possibly could mm-hmm. to both ensure our safety, yeah, and and still allow us to. Uh, not just to make a spiritual act of communion, but to receive our Lord physically, right? Body, blood, soul, and divinity. And and again, right? The hypostatic union is is Jesus being both human and divine. Yeah. And we yeah. have that same. I mean, not the same, right? We're, we're not the There's same. A fancy word you use there, hypostatic <laughs> union. <laughs> but but like uh, we are both body and soul. And so just it's it's awesome to to know that uh, the bishop, yeah, is looking out for. Uh, both our, our, our spiritual need and um, now, of course, again, prudentially, our, our physical needs of, of having to be distant. Well, sure. And um, yeah. And, and yeah, like taking it, taking it seriously. Well, and responding to, you know, the different municipalities' right. ordinances, yep. obviously, the reality that we are in right now is different. Exactly. So there's yeah. no more, you know, being physically present or waiting in a parking lot or anything right. like that. It's staying at home right. um, and making this spiritual act of communion, which, again, yeah. I, I love St. Elizabeth and Seton. They've been pretty spot on here yeah. uh, where they are offering still all the different Sunday masses, not, not any Saturday night ones, but the, right. sa- the Sunday ones are offered uh, via live stream, via live stream that yeah. you can catch on the website, the Facebook page, the YouTube, uh, and and I would do before you before you uh, if you haven't seen it yet before you go to mass this coming Sunday, mm-hmm. check out Father Flynn's How to Sunday video where he How talks Sunday, about yeah. you know uh, m- m- do something here. I know uh, in in my house 
you know, we, we did all the normal stuff where we got dressed for mass and, nice. uh, you know, I was wearing a tie. My little girls were wearing <laughs> little awesome. veils and we're sitting in chairs <laughs> instead of laying on the couch, you know. Uh, we lit some candles and, and just did everything that we possibly could as we streamed the mass onto our television to make this as normal as possible and reverent as possible. Right. We stood when it was when it was time to stand. We knelt, knelt. when it was time yeah. to kneel. Yeah. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we had uh, um, we have a little altar uh, at home, like a little home altar, and uh, we put the laptop kind of on on that, and uh, we have a big uh, crucifix that's uh, that's that's right there too. So yeah, definitely making it as as reverent um, and yeah as spiritual as as possible. Yeah. So that kind of brings us to the mm-hmm. most recent letter from our bishop. Now, this is right. not to us. It's to the his priest. brother priest. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and he, he leads off right away with John 10, yeah. 11 through 12. And it's the line about the good shepherd. Right. The good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. Mm-hmm. And he's imploring his his priests, his brothers, to be good shepherds and to lead us to lovingly lay down their lives in as much as they can prudentially, of course, right. uh, to take care of us and to take care of our spiritual needs. Chris, what, what aside from the big announcement we're about to make here, what stood out to you about the letter? Anything you want to touch on? Yeah. So um, again, it's totally apparent that uh, Bishop loves his flock, you know, and he's challenging and encouraging his uh, priests to, uh, to do the same, right? So... Um, in, in, in one of the paragraphs, it says, Nevertheless, a desperate yearning for the comfort of God and the grace of his sacraments has awoken for many people who have been ordered to remain home and who are anxious about a great many things from health to personal finances and things like that. And like, I mean, he's talking about all of us, right? That like, um, again, uh, this is the first time since um, I was in a third world country, right? That... Uh, no, I have no opportunity to receive, um, Jesus physically in the sacrament. Um, so yeah, like I can totally, uh, you know, a yearning for the comfort of God, right? Like I, I yearn for that to just like be in a church and hear the bells, not on the live stream, but like live, you know? Uh, so, um, yeah, all, all of those things. So what about you? What, what, what stuck out? Yeah, so uh, I, I think just the like I touched on the the way that he's imploring his priests mm-hmm. to be good shepherds mm-hmm. to offer the mass daily and to live yes. stream it and to yeah. make it accessible, so that even though we may not be able to be there, uh, that we can connect with our parishes uh, as often as we possibly can. Uh, so I, I loved that uh, just the importance placed on the mass and still making it as accessible. And my hope here is that, I mean, like, like let's face it, like if, if your faith is shaky, this is a, a really, this is a time of trial. Yep. This is a chance that if your foundation is not solid, uh, your faith could totally fall apart. Uh, and so uh, for us Catholics to maintain our faith in times like this, we really have to step up our game. Yeah. And that maybe that means working in some more masses and they're more accessible now than ever. Right. Uh, you don't have to go drive, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes, however long you have to drive. It's there for you. Yeah. I I want to touch on just the big uh, announcement news yeah. that does come from this. And that's that the Chrism Mass 
that typically would be on Holy Thursday, or I think sometimes Tuesday. it's on the Tuesday. Yeah. In our diocese, it's celebrated on the Tuesday of Holy Week. That is going to be pushed to the Thursday before Pentecost. That's May 28th, 2020. Yep. That way, uh, priests and the lay people can all be together as one at that special mass. Yeah. And then, of course, Holy Week is getting bumped. Well, not, no, 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 wait, no, no, wait, no. wait. Let no. me rephrase this at all. Yeah. Holy Week is not getting bumped. No. It's still the same way. Yes. Uh, that was a slip of the tongue. The, I'm so sorry. But the RCIA and the sacraments Thank of initiation you. and everything is, is getting not, moved. Right, is getting moved to Pentecost, yes. not, uh, not the Easter Vigil. But the Vigil Mass of Pentecost specifically. Correct, yeah. yes. Yeah, so that's yeah. Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And so uh, all those, that would be a time for everybody to be with all those who are entering the church, right? Yeah. And we, which my brother-in-law, by the way, is oh entering the church. Yeah. And he's in the Diocese of Phoenix, but, but they've still. done the same thing. So we're going to go witness that uh, on, on Pentecost. How cool is that? Yeah. So while the uh, sacraments of initiation, the, the, all those who would be entering the church at the Easter Vigil, while that's getting moved... Yes. Obviously, again, Holy Week Holy still Week's stands. Still, yes. And it's, it's gonna, next week. And it, it's next week, and it's going to look different this year yeah. because we physically, we can't physically be present. Right. So you were telling me about some different resources. Yeah, what do definitely. You got? So uh, there's this one um, lady who um, looked to him to be, or look to him and be radiant. Okay, so she's, um, her name's Katie, and she's uh, DRE, uh, I don't remember where, but she has an awesome, awesome uh, Holy Week schedule that you can do for your uh, your, your families. So she has um, it's a editable, so not edible, but editable uh, schedule that she has, and um, so she has it in columns where it goes a day, liturgy, scripture, and activities. So it has the scripture for the day, the, especially the gospel, um, and then it has the different activities. So. Um, there's videos, there's crafts, right? So on Palm Sunday, she has handprint palms and footprint donkey craft, right? And a coloring page. Um, and then she has different food to do. So she's doing Palm Sundays. Huh? Mm. Uh, yeah. All right. So um, anyway, so it's just really, yeah, really, uh, really good thing. So Nothing says <laughs> celebrating the Lord's passion like, like eating a, a Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that's just one. But yeah, you know. that's cool. I got it. So got it. Um, anyways, so. Uh, that, that's cool. How can people find that again? What, what do they need to look up? How do they get so there? You need to look up, um, look to him and be radiant. Okay, I know that's it's it's a that's lot. It's a lot. It's, it is a lot, but um, but it's really cool. It's it's really good. Highly recommend. Uh, that's a lot, but it's worth stuff. looking it up. So do it. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> look, look to, to him, him and be radiant. And be radiant. Yeah. And that'll get you to her website. Yep. Is it look to him and be radiant dot com dot org something like that? It is just, dot com. Yes. So but if him, you just Google look to him and be radiant, you'll find then it. You'll find that resource. Yeah. And there's all kinds of things out there. This For is sure. one of many. But I think the point here is to be proactive. Right. Like. To, to do something with your family, don't let Holy Week be like any other week. Right. You know, take time, be intentional to make it special and yep. have prayer with your family. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. The other thing, just uh, on uh, Spy Wednesday, the the food is money bag wontons. <laughs> 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 so clever, right? Yeah, Just, that's uh, good. Cle- clever stuff. So, I like that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's good. Anyways, so there's a, um, so that's next week. But last week on Friday, uh, the Pope had a, a, a really cool, yeah, 
yeah. prayer this for was the church. Epic. It was, was epic. epic. So, so what, this yeah. kind of gets us into the last thing we wanted to talk about here. Uh, this past Friday, we had an extraordinary moment of prayer. It's it was the uh, Urbi, Urbi, et, Orbi, et Orbi, right? Blessing. So city and. World from the city to the world, yeah, right, yeah, uh, and this is a blessing that's usually done at uh, Christmas, I believe, uh, Easter, and um, whenever there's a new pope installed, he'll give this blessing as well. Pope Francis did it shortly after he, no, 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 is it is it right after he becomes a pope or is it during Easter? I'm trying Easter to remember Christmas. because he was named pope right before Easter, wasn't he? And it was in Lent, I think. And so that's what I'm thinking of. His okay. first blessing would have been on Easter, not right. just because he became Pope. Right. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all doing this together, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. So uh, first, the scene was pretty epic. It was haunting. Did you get a chance to see it live? Yeah. It was hauntingly epic, I would say. And, and just the reason why I say that is because St. Peter's Square was completely empty. It was him and another priest. And uh, so... It was very surreal, very, very surreal. Yeah. And, and just like, uh, it, it looked, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, I'll, just, I'll say just so that you say, understand, typically whenever this blessing is done, St. Peter's square is filled with hundreds of thousands of people. Packed. It is absolutely packed. And it was not a soul with the exception of course, the Holy father and a few other people that were needing to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was cloudy. It was dark. It was, it was gray. Raining. It was yeah. raining. Yeah. Um, you know, I did think this was pretty amazing that the two, uh, images or the two things that he had there with him mm-hmm. were, was the special icon of Mary, yes. the Solus, uh, Solus Popoli, yes, I'm going to yes, mess yes, this yes. up. Uh, Solus Popoli Romani or Popolis Romani. Right. It's Our Lady for the Health of Rome, Rome of the Church, yeah. Protector of the Health of the Church of Rome. And this icon, it's huge. It's like five feet tall, three feet wide. Uh, there's some people who think that this dates back to St. Luke, the uh, the evangelist, mm. that he made this himself. We know at, at least it's back to the 300s. The church got this. One of the amazing things about this icon is that this this icon was processed through the streets during a time of plague, when when eventually this plague was lifted. And I think it was Pope uh, Saint Gregory mm. uh, that this happened during. And at the end of the procession, he heard like this choir of angels singing the Regina Chaley, mm. and and he responded. And that's what we now know as the Regina Chaley. Uh, so that's awesome, yeah. kind of amazing. Epic, and then he yeah. also saw uh, Saint Michael she his sword and the plague was lifted. So this icon is tied to that. And then the other thing was the crucifix. Did you yeah. see this? Yeah, the crucifix was yeah, beautiful. It was beautiful, yeah. really beautiful. Do you know do you know the backstory about this crucifix uh, at all? So I do know like the last time that was processed was with John Paul II and things like that. But um yeah, what's the background of that? Yeah, so like in the 1500s I think there was another plague mm-hmm. uh and it was processed through the streets. Uh, it's it dwells in the church, the San Marcello church, mm-hmm. and it was processed through the streets of Rome to the Vatican and eventually back to the church that took 16 days. And it took so long because everywhere it went, the plague was being lifted. People were being cured. Mm. And and as it went through the streets, by the time it got back to San Marcello, the plague was gone. Mm. So this is another amazing like symbol of our faith, yeah. sacramental, right. that has been involved in some amazing healings. And so, of course, the, the Pope, the Holy Father, implores both of these sacramentals right. to be present at this unique, amazing time yeah. as he stands on behalf of the world right. before God. Right. And and speaking of before God, like the other two uh, things that were used were the word of God, right? 
And then Jesus in the most blessed sacrament of the altar, right? In the monstrance. Which was amazing. And he brings Jesus when, out. When he, yeah, when there was like a moment of silence with adoration with the Pope, that was amazing. And just like the silence is up again, kind of haunting and like a, in a, in a beautiful way, uh, like gloriously haunting. I don't know how else to describe it. And then when he had the, the benediction, um, when he went with the monstrance outside of St. Peter's and uh, blessed Rome and the world, like I just, I, I totally got chills and like I felt like, I felt the, the universal church. Right, I, I've got to tell you, I teared up at a couple yeah. of different moments, and that was a big one. Yeah. And I think a big part of that also was just seeing our Holy Father. You could tell he was in pain. Yeah, uh, He was not moving well. He's an no. older man, and yeah. he's got different aches and pains. Right. Uh, it's harder for him to breathe and move and yeah. and to 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 carry Jesus to be to be that the 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 that donkey, monstrance was you know? not small no that was not a small monstrance no yeah. no no to be the vessel that right. transported Jesus be the donkey I love that <laughs> Father Flynn loves that that image too yeah. yeah yeah to to bring him before the world and to bring him to his people it 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 was just so heavy that mm. moment I agree yeah. with you completely yeah and and again haunting in in the sense that St. Peter's was completely empty so like um and and Italy of course we know we all know Italy is the you know uh, at, with the death rate uh, is the worst in the world as far as the death rate goes yeah. for the coronavirus yeah. and so um just him to be in the center of that um and and to have Jesus bless us um, through the Pope was was amazing. It was really really cool. It's a big deal, and I, I have to tell you what I really loved. And I know that sometimes you know there's 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 great stuff, and sometimes we can uh, be a little bit you know confused sometimes. And I know sometimes people can you know just tie themselves in knots over you know the state of the church with different things that are going on. But in this moment, right in that moment. The Holy Father was being our father. Like, and I loved, I just loved it. Like, yeah. like this, th- it was, it was the church together, coming together as one, no divisions, no, no yeah. infighting. You yeah. know, I've got, you know, four kids at home. There's lots of infighting in my house. <laughs> and, and as you can imagine, the church has more than just four children, you know, so there's lots uh-huh. of infighting. But this was a moment for us to all come together and drop everything and say, uh, thank you, Father, for yeah. being our Father and stepping up to the plate. Absolutely, yeah. No, I totally agree. And um, uh, going back to the reading that he used, right from Mark's Gospel, yeah. and the the calming of the storm um, was another just beautiful witness. It was very appropriate. Yeah, very appropriate. Yeah, for the storms that we're in. So yeah, and we're in a stormy time right now, and. So, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to, I don't know if you had a chance to go back over his message, uh, from that day. Um, but it was beautiful. Uh, there, there was lots of great imagery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I've looked at this gospel a couple of different times, of course, you know, just going to mass, you hear it a bunch, right. you know, and then, you know, <laughs> being a youth minister in the past, yeah. this is definitely something that we've talked about. In my class, we we're going through Mark's gospel. And so uh, Mark chapter four, yeah, is, uh, we did that like four weeks ago and we were together at, at, at that, at that point. So yeah. Awesome. And, and still the way he broke this open, mm-hmm. 
is a perspective I hadn't even heard before or mm. even thought of before. And so I just loved the way the Pope broke this open, the exegesis here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think if I had to pick a theme out, this is hard, but there's a couple. <laughs> Are you saying if you were Pope and you had to pick no, a theme no, out? No, oh, no, okay, If I had to pick okay. a, th- a couple of like nuggets or themes that I saw in this, no, yeah. I don't want any okay. part of being a Pope. <laughs> I'm not even going there. <laughs> Just like you didn't want to be a bishop. Yeah, yeah. That much more, I don't want to be a pope. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, no, I mean, he talks about the difference between belief and trust, mm. right? That that the apostles, yeah. the, the disciples of Jesus that were in the boat, believed in Jesus because he was there right. and they went to him. So, of course, they believed in him. Right. But they didn't trust mm. because they asked that question, don't you care about us? <laughs> You know, yeah. of course he cares about you, right? Yeah. But yeah. that that's what that's what wounded him. That's why he asked, why don't you have faith? Mm-hmm. But Jesus was able to be asleep. Why? Because he he had total and complete trust in his father. Yeah. So the difference there between belief and trust and just a meditation for, I mean, for me mm-hmm. and maybe for you, um, th- that do I, do I fully trust the Lord in the storms of my life? Mm-hmm. That I can that I can be at peace like he was right to be able to to be at rest. The Pope made note that this is the only time in the Gospels that we see that Jesus is sleeping. Yeah, you know yeah, that was like, that was pretty good. Yeah, and it's in the middle of a storm. Right. Yeah. But because of the total trust that he had, he found rest, and that's I think just a huge note for us hmm. as we go forward in this new reality is to trust in the Lord and in that. It won't quiet the storm necessarily, but it'll provide us rest. It'll provide us peace too. Yeah, that 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 sense of peace is definitely uh, obviously there. So, and um, this time of tumult and tempest and like storms, right? Like um, we do desire peace, and yeah. uh, and and I know there's so many of you out there uh, who will be listening to this that like. Maybe your yeah situation is, um, I mean, unimaginable, right? As far as um, the job reality goes that you're or facing, financial yeah. or whatever it is, right? And um, so know that we are praying for you. Know that your parish is here for you, and um, yeah, we're 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 all praying for you. And um, yeah, what, yeah, what else? What? Uh, what, what yeah. Yeah. No. I. You're right. And the mass is being said every day for you. Exactly. Every day for you. Yeah. Uh, just the one last little note here from the Holy Father, and I want to connect it to Father Flynn. The Pope implores us to embrace the cross. That in the cross we have an anchor, we have a rudder, we have a hope. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds weird. That in this cross that Jesus hangs, that's an instrument of death. Mm-hmm. We, we have life, but mm-hmm. the, in, in this storm, like the way storms work, everything is just getting stripped away. All of our false realities are being like just crumbling to the ground, but what stands firm is the cross. Yeah. And so we have a hope in it. And I was listening to Father Flynn's homily this past Sunday at the 11 o'clock mass which you can check out on the YouTube channel. You can. <laughs> um, and uh, he talks about, of course, the, the gospel of Lazarus being raised from the dead. But in the end, he talks about how our goal is holiness in heaven. And to get there, it comes from embracing the cross. Mm. And 
that means embracing times of suffering and trial and tribulation. And I don't want to minimize that. That's very hard, like what you're talking yeah. about. But because of that, because of that, we can have hope and we come to find out that the Lord does care about us, even in the midst of the storm. Yeah. Amen. No, it's, yeah, it's a paradox of the Christian life, right? Um, yeah, beautiful, but uh, <laughs> takes complete trust. So uh, simple, but not easy. No, <laughs> no, not even close. Yeah. Yeah. So again, uh, thanks guys for hanging out with yeah. us. I, Chris, do you have anything else? Any last words? Anything else you want to say? Uh, again, um, we love you, you know, and uh, we just want, um, yeah, uh, we are humbled to be uh, a little tidbit. <laughs> just a part. Just a part of, uh, of this, um, not just Linton journey, but this, um, this uh, different time. Uh, yeah. and, and, uh, yeah, we look forward to, um, to doing this. Of course, if you have any serious needs, know mm-hmm. that your parish is here for you. Yeah. Uh, you can call, but maybe even a better way to communicate might be via email and you can email the parish at office at org. Again, that's the word office at S E A S that's dance for St. Elizabeth Seton. <laughs> CC, like Catholic Church, yeah. .org. Right. Uh, and and someone will be there to to listen to your needs and to direct them to where they need to go. Right. So know that you're not alone and you don't have to stand alone. Yeah. Amen. Thanks so much for hanging with us. Thanks. We'll catch you next week. We're 2819. We're 2819. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. (laughs) 